What's up, y'all? This is your boy Brandon here on B Radio. I took a week off. You know, I needed the time to really figure out what I was going to do with my podcast. You know, I did some segments where you guys were kind of getting to know who I am, who my friends are, what I'm about, who I'm about, and things and such like that. And I'm just jumping to it. You know, we got some hot topics today. Um, So I'm going to be discussing some hot topics. You know, every week or so, I might do some hot topics. I may do an interview. I may do something like this. I may do something like that. You never know. But I'm going to talk about all reality television shows, all celebrity news and things as such. Mind you, got a kick out of having a house party for a friend um, here at my house on Friday. And you wouldn't believe who one of the guests was, girl. But we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast. Anywho, let's talk about what's going on hot on reality television right now. Um, of course, you know we love, 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 love the housewives over here. Love, love, love the housewives. I'm team Porsche all day, every day. I am the Porsche out of my friends. So that's why. And if anybody got a problem with it, bye. what's up? Like, what's up? Okay, yeah. Anywho, um, the housewives started back last weekend, Sunday. Um, they come back out with episode two today. Um, it premiered um, season 12, I believe it is. 12 whole years. Wow, well, I feel old. I felt old because I remember when they first came out. I remember when Nene was singing in the limo talking about, I ain't got no record deal. Uh, Dallas Austin. You remember that? Looking like a fucking moose. But sis has made it to the 12th season and I'm proud of her. You know, um, this season seems to be kicking off like slow, but it looked like, you know, every season has a build up, you know. Um, the drama hit completely straight there at fucking um, Kenya's baby's, um, this was it, but it, I couldn't call it a sip or see because I ain't seen no bitch sipping, but it was a lot of seeing. Um, <laughs> they were seeing this in my sister Porsche's business, you know, um, Sincerely, who was in the blogs with um, Porsche's um, fiance, um, what's his name, Derek, Devin, Dimitri? Whatever his name is, Dennis. There we go, Dennis. Apparently, sincerely was in the blogs talking. Um, or basically, she was in the blogs um, with Dennis, apparently, and she was supposed to be his mistress. So I guess on the first episode, she came out to OLG. She saw Candy, and she was like, "Hey, you know, I just want to put it out there that I'm not that girl." You know, and, and 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 honestly, if she was that girl, I think Porsche would be mad because that bitch is a bad bitch. You know, Sincerely looks great. You know, although Porsche is beautiful herself, but Sincerely looks good. I actually want to see Sincerely hold a peach. Ooh, that's spicy. Nah, I'll just play it. Nah, but, um, you know, of course, it kind of got back to Porsche through Miss Kenya because Cynthia and Candy want to go tell Kenya their business. And, you know, Kenya felt the need to, you know, you know, just give 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 my sister a little bit of tea. My sister Portia some tea. And um in the process of her doing that, of course, you know, Portia red flags went up. Oh, this happened at OLG. Hmm. Oh, she was at Candy's restaurant. Hmm. Oh, she knows Candy, you know, things as such. And um I, I honestly my my opinion of it all is that Portia shouldn't even let this backtrack um her relationship with Candy. You know, it is what it is. Portia knows the truth. You know, they all know the truth now and hopefully they can move on and it's not too much to be um, talked about. But um, I want to see where this goes with Eva, you know, trying to throw shade at Portia because I've seen a clip for episode two tonight that Eva basically said um, Portia has more things to worry about than, you know, me and, you know, why I didn't bring my kids to Kenya's birthday because apparently Kenya, uh, uh, Eva did not bring 
her children to Kenya's birthday because she didn't really know Kenya. And to be honest, I'm going to be really honest with y'all. Like, if I go to a kid's party, well, I don't have kids, but if I have kids and what I know of the person is, like, something a little shady and shifty and known for, like, some bullshit, I'm not going to bring my kids around that because that's not what I want my kids to be around. And seeing that I'm filming a reality show, it's not like I can opt out and say, okay, I'm done, turn the cameras off, I'm taking my kids out of here. You understand what I'm saying? And I agreed with Eva on that. However, she needs to not shade my sister Portia because my sis Portia just had to let it be known like girl you need to switch up your MO because one minute you saying oh they at school and I'm talking about Eva one minute Eva said they was at school one minute Eva said they was they had to do something then Eva said they was doing something and then Eva said that they was doing um something you know so it was like girl like make up your mind tell you tell your lie and make sure your lie sticks and go ahead about your business you know what I'm saying like you didn't want them to come because you don't really know too much about Kenya and what you do know of Kenya she can be messy and obviously Eva was kind of right because the fact that Kenya felt that it was okay to talk about some shit about Dennis cheating in front of Dennis's baby child and in front of Kenya's own child I mean girl so what if they was napping you know but you gonna bring that up at the party and then you gonna go get the girls who told you it that's not no good news bitch don't nobody want to hear about my oh my, I guess my nigga not cheating with that one like girl get the fuck out of here Kenya's still messy she always will be messy more Kenya messy more that's her name money i got a few kenya messy moors around me anywho i'm probably one of them no shade anywho <laughs> i've been watching married to medicine we're gonna move on to the next proper i've been watching married to medicine kind of fell out of it um i feel like it's boring me no shade um but apparently the last episode miss heavenly had um some choice words for a little boy who had no no direction of right or wrong you know, when it comes to being wet and sitting down in a train. And so heavily, Big Heavy, decides to sit her Big Heavy ass in the train. And I guess the little boy was dripping in water because, you know, it's like a playground. It's like a big old playtime for him and his siblings and things and such. And Heavenly was like, why you didn't tell me there was no water? Why you didn't tell me there was water in here? Da, 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 da. Snapping and cussing. Now, although her profanity wasn't as directed to the kid, it was more so her just being upset at the fact that she had water on her pants. So it looked like she had peed on herself. But to be honest, girl, you come into a whole kid party. You know, mind you, you don't even have, you, you're another evil. You don't even got your kids with you, girl. And you hear, you, I hate when the girls, I'm just here to support. Bitch, support the right way. If it's a kid's party, bring your kids. But think about it, the big heavy don't got no kids that age. So, I mean, I would have kept my ass at home, you know. But, of course, she wants to come out in her, her emerald green. And she sat down in some water and got mad. She was cussing around the kid. Now, let me be clear that if I have children... I'm going to cuss around them. So, you know, I understand that people may slip up and curse around their kids. But Big Heavy couldn't curse around my kid. Because I don't know if she's cursing around my kid or at my kid. Because Big Heavy's a big... She's big shady, too. She's real shady. So, she'll say some shit. And you'll be like, but you just say something like child, you know? But it's a good thing Contessa wasn't there. But I guess she's seen the clip. So, let's see what the reunion gives. We moving on to VH1. Now, now, now. Y'all know I love me a cute loving hip-hop. I live for when the slow-mos, the walking, the entrances, the fur coats, the tight dresses, the big butts. Okay, I live for it. And loving hip-hop Hollywood has been boring the fuck out of me. 
yeah, yeah, that was a lead up to something and me saying something so juicy. I'm coming to that. But no, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood has been boring the fuck out of me, honestly. You know, you got Tierra Marie looking like Tina Marie with that fucking bang coming in there talking about Monday, Tuesday, bitch. Why are you just popping up on somebody? Like, girl, how you pop up in somebody's house and then they allow you to stay there? You can pop up in my house talking about, yeah, I'm here to stay. Oh, well, you going to stay outside, bitch, because she can stay in my house. You know, then she's going to come there and be mad because Paris had to check her mind. I think I'm probably an episode behind. Let's talk about it. Anywho, my sis Moniz truly, truly, truly needs to get off the show. After watching this season and a few other seasons before that, I'm glad that this is her last season. Because she needs a, she needs a, she needs an exit, you know. Um, I understand her frustration when it comes to Drew being a, a dickhead of a dad and you know, not basically, you know, having her back and all of this and all of that and no shade. Like she, she really has been shunning the fuck out of her, you know, after watching a few seasons, but Moniz is crazy too, you know, but he really, he's had her back when it comes to the sex tape scenario. He had her back, you know, he had no choice but to have her back to be honest in that scenario because they was all wrong for leaking a sex tape. Like who fucking does that? That's not right. Um, shout out to Kim Kardashian. Um, but you know, she should, she, she needs that break. She's mentally ill, y'all. Y'all don't see mental illness. If y'all don't say, if y'all don't, if y'all don't feel that mental illness on her right there and then, I mean, y'all don't, y'all, me, y'all mentally ill yourself. Like, sis, look, and she look hungry. You know, it's something wrong with Moniz, and I'm glad that they letting her go to get it together. Maybe she can gain some weight, clear her head. She'll come back looking like Oprah, you know, maybe, you know, and Oprah, Oprah before the, um, the weight loss, no shade, because I want money to get a little more bigger like that. Like I'm thinking, I want money to be like precious big. I mean, she has the capability of becoming like that because she looks too thin and she looks skinny. She look well, she looks and she is skinny shit. She look like a fan, like a fan that you step the tall stand up fans in your room. Anyway, that's what she look like. She giving, you know. So I need her to get her life together. Um, however, I'm not very much happy about this season. I'm really not. This season is a disappointment. I don't give a fuck about Fizz in April. Okay, April's a hoe. We know. Like, let's move on. Like, that's why Marion left her ass alone. You know, I think he gagged when she he found out that she was fucking with the game. I think she, I think Omarion was like, oh my god, like, I thought I had a fucking saint. You know, no, she done ran through the whole Compton. April gotta go. That's why Omarion's mother didn't fuck with April. Now I see. Okay, she was like, I do not like you because my mommy had the. That's the only mother whose ear was truly to the streets. Okay, Mama D, Mama Jones, them bitches is crazy. Mama, mother, what's her, I don't even know her name. Omarion's mother ibs to the streets. April was a hoe. She knew it. That's why she do not like that bitch. And I'm just speaking the truth. You know, he got two beautiful kids out of her. And that's all that he can take from it. I'm glad that he's keeping quiet. Because honestly, it just shows that he's not affected by it. And that his bag isn't stopping, you know. And his dick is still flopping. Okay, girl, y'all seen how big that? Let me stop. Okay. All right, moving on. Um, Let's talk about it, because y'all know I live for it. Love and Hip Hop New York Season 10, bitch, is in the motherfucking building. Have you ever been one of my, well, one of my, well, if you're my close friend, you knew that I had a little sneak peek at who the fuck was coming back for Season 10 before they even announced this shit, okay? And my sis Chrissy is back. Let me tell y'all about Chrissy mother, can I call her Jones now? Or is she still not married? Right. So my sis Chrissy, um, she basically gave you very much, you know, after season two, she gave you that Lola Falana cut. You know, I think that's what I'm, I'm talking about. She gave you that Lola Falana cut and she gave very much 
I'm done with loving hip hop. Stop asking about Yandy. You know, that was her, that was her last little statement. And then sis went on to do Chris and, and Jimmy, you know, or Chris and Jim, Jim and Chris, whatever the fuck that was. That will never on Wii TV. And then it was something on VH1 Star, I think I can remember. But sis just wasn't feeling Mona Scott. You know, she wasn't fucking with Mona because she felt like Mona set up a lot of times. So I'm surprised that she's back on Loving Hip Hop New York season 10. Let's fucking talk about it. I'm, I, what I'm predicting is that her and Andy are going to have an adult conversation. I think she, Chris is going to be like, girl, I'm above it. I'm done. Because in, in the little clip and preview I've seen, she was talking to Kim Bella boy-headed ass. You know, so she can get over snatching the bitch that said still look pretty. I'm sure that she can get over Andy that jumped up and said, I'm a psychotic bitch, 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 bitch. I'm a psychotic Okay, that was that shit, though. Mind you, Mama Jones ain't have no real team. Because if she had a real team behind her, she would have been able to spell those words right. Because she ain't spell psychotic wrong. But she did. And then coming up with a new word, talk about physicotic. It's a state of being, whatever the fuck she said, girl. I don't know. Okay, um, but she's not the only one coming back. Of course, Jim Jones is coming back. And, you know, Jim, Jim, congratulations. I don't even know what to say about you. I mean, this works. <laughs> that's my new thing. So if you hear me say this works, that's that's no shade. It's just this works. You know, welcome back, Jim. Um, yeah, moving forward. Um, we have Tahiri coming back for season 10. Um, the only thing she's coming back is because Joe Button has finally um, got sent off his dick, you know, and Tahiri wants on. You know, he's hot. You know, he's popping. He's controversial. Tahiri loves it. So she's running on back to the dick. You know, um, congratulations to her, I suppose. Um I never really liked Tahiri, to be honest. I didn't like her or dislike her. I just She just wasn't my type of chick, you know? Um, she just seemed like she was always trying to make a point of something and then never really came through with that point. You know, like, girl, what? Like, huh? Like, who? Jigga what? Jigga who? Like, she just she just wasn't that girl. Not for me. She just wasn't that girl. So... It's to, it's, it's to congratulate her, though. I'm glad you're getting your coin back. You know, congratulations. <laughs> All of that. Um, but, you know, we have um, plenty more other Love & Hip Hop veterans coming back. I think, I think they, the theme of this season is called the, the Homecoming Season. Um, you know, Erica Mena is supposed to be back. Samaya is supposed to be back. Um, Olivia allegedly is supposed to be back. Who knows? That bitch is walking around looking like a fucking purple Smurf. But um, congratulations to her, you know, and I, I guess she looks good. Moving forward, let's talk about some of the things that's going on in the movies, the entertainment. Like, one big thing I want to talk about right now is Harriet movie, the Harriet Tubman movie, right? Haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I can't give you, like, a proper review on it. However, I will say this, that I've seen a lot of, like, bite back on it you know so like a lot of people are saying they don't like the movie for several different reasons they don't like it because Cynthia Revo is not African-American um she's British American oh she's what not even American she's she's what's that word is it is it Brit African African Britain is she African English is she is she African Danish she from Britain. She from England and um. So um. So apparently she feels some type. Well, the the people feel some type of way that she's playing Harriet Tubman. That's one. Two. Um. They feel that in the movie they're portraying Harriet Tubman's story in the wrong way. You know. And then three. Well, that pertains to two because they're saying that there wasn't any black um 
there wasn't any black, like, um, what, what do they call bounty hunters that tried to come for Harriet Tubman. All of these things that I've seen people post, these are things that I've seen people post randomly on Facebook. I'm not saying these are factual things, but these are things I've seen people post on Facebook. And I try not to really comment on people's statuses because at the end of the day, everybody has an opinion, you know, and everyone can state how they feel. But I'm going to say this, and then I'm not going to talk about it until I see the movie, right? So if there was a bounty hunter after Harriet Tubman in the movie, whether he was black or white, that is factual proof, and that is factual truth, that back in those times, that slave owners did pay slaves, okay, or African Americans to be bounty hunters for them, to be spies for them, and it wasn't even pay, it was you are going to do it, or I'm going to hang your family, I'm going to kill your kids, I'm going to, I'm going to rape your wife, these are the things that they had to pay. You know, that they, that they, that the slave that had to become the bounty hunter, this is the things that was on their backs and on their heads. It was like, I gotta find this girl, cause, or I gotta find this slave. Let's not even talk about Harriet. I have to find this slave, or my family's at risk. So I don't care however they portrayed it in the movie, whether they say that's false or that's not true. Honestly speaking, if I was to look it up in a book, there probably was many bounty hunters looking for Harriet Tubman, cause she was wanted. Like, uh, are we, are we, don't, do we not remember that? My sister was wanted. What was she, like, was she not, was she cook, baking cookies? Or she shouldn't have had a bounty on her head? My sister's freeing slaves. They, she was taking people's, at that time, livestock. Because we were the slaves' owners' livestock. So let's really be clear here that if it was a black guy who was the bounty hunter or a white guy who was a bounty hunter, it needs to be understood that there was a bounty on Harriet Tubman's head and that the bounty hunters were going for my sis, okay? What did um, Nicki Minaj say? To freedom! What did she say? Or something like that? Shit, I wish I had, I wish I could edit that and just put that in there. For freedom! <laughs> but yeah, like, let's be clear, like, you know, whether he was black or white, Harriet Tubman had a bounty on her head. You know, she was freeing slaves. You know, she she was doing things that that we that she was not supposed to be doing. And the slave owners did not like her and they wanted her killed. The white white America in those days and probably until this day still wanted Harriet killed because she was freeing us. You know what I'm saying? That's what the message is right there. That's the only message I care about is that they showed that this woman was doing what she was supposed to be doing and I was freeing us. What she what she what she was born to do, let me be clear, because not what she was supposed to because Harry could have got free and, and and that was it. Harry could have made it to the motherfucking north and said, fuck all y'all bitches down there, I'm out. But she made it her mission and she made it her true she made it her dying wish to free as many people as she could. And as many people as she tried to free, I don't think we should really be giving it... I don't think we should be disappointing her by saying this movie is whack. Mind you, the movie has surpassed, apparently, you know, the budget of the movie. I think the budget movie was 17 mil. I think the box office has made 23.5 million off of this movie. Um, you know, so, you know, give my sister some slack. Like, Cynthia Revo has kilted and silly in The Color Purple. Like, she's kilted in um, Battle at the um, El Tamano, whatever the fuck that movie was, Be- Battle of El Royale, you know, she, she, she's a, she's a wonderful actress, you know, it shouldn't matter whether she was, you know, Britain or, you know, Swahilian or whatever the fuck, you know, people get upset about, because if you want to talk about it, you know, the people who played in Black Panther were an African, you understand what I'm saying? The people who played, um, these other, you know, movies of African-American, um, pioneers and, you know, heroes and such and such, they were not all, you know, 
They weren't, they weren't, all of them weren't American, you know what I'm saying? So now that we have the issue with Cynthia Revo doing it, you know, like, oh God, da da da, da like, people need to pick and choose, people pick and choose, they, they pick and choose the wrong shit. I'm getting frustrated just thinking about this shit, like, you can hear it in my fucking voice, like, they pick and choose the, the wrong shit, like, come on, grow up, you know what I'm saying? It's such a controversy about everything, like, entertainment is there for us to be entertained. If you do not like it, turn it the fuck off. If you do not like it, do not go. Like, girl, sit down. So moving on from the movies, um, I want to talk about music. You know, um, I've been a fan of Cash Doll since she dropped that album. This is at number five right now for female, um, you know, artists on iTunes charts, I believe. And she's killing it with this album. I love Cash Doll. I love Meg The Stallion. I hope that Cash and Meg can do something soon. If not, I just hope that they keep the camaraderie because I can see the internet and everything trying to put them against each other, girl. I don't have time for it. Nikki dropped a new song with this little Spanish girl. Couldn't stand a word of motherfucking song. You hear me? I didn't even know what the song was saying. The only thing I heard was sounded really Selena-ish, but it was cute. And then, you know, Nikki did a uno, dos, tres. You know, she did her little rap part and it was cute. And so, um, I hope, mind you, I hope I'm not offending anybody when I, I'm just talking, y'all. Don't worry. I'm not. I'm with y'all in every fight. So don't take offense to this. If you do take offense to this, feel free to turn this off. Okay. Anywho. Um, <laughs> um yeah, but yeah, she, you know, she dropped a little something, and it was cute. You know, it wasn't all that, but it was cute. You know, no shit. I just wish to, I just wish when rappers say they're going to retire, they retire. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga Jay-Z said he retired. Next thing you know, he on a run tour. And he on two of the on a run tours, like on a run one and on a run two. Like niggas said they retired, but you you on tours. You know what I'm saying? Like Nikki talk about she retired, but she's still dropping singles, you know, or or features. Excuse me, you know. But yeah, whatever, girl. Um, so yeah, you know, um, that was cute. I'm trying to, and I'm, you know, I've tried to understand this, y'all, and because I'm, I love music, and I'm really over it, but there aren't really no popping R&B out there, you know what I'm saying, like, we got K. Michelle, who did the, um, her, her remix or remake of Can You Stand the Rain, I think it's real cute, it's talking about sex in the song, but that's what R&B is, you know, rough and black, okay, or real and black, honey, I don't know what the hell it was called, I don't know, what's, what, what is the definition of R&B? Is, what is it? Is it Ray J and Brandy? I don't even know. Anyway, but you know, Kate Michelle came out with this song called um, The Rain, and it's real cute. Real fucking cute. I live for it. Um, yeah, but you know, I, I just wait for the album. You know, Kate Michelle always do an album that makes you want to cry and break down and go to the end of the house and burn down and shit. You know, so shout out to Kate Michelle. Um, and then we got Fantasia. My, I'm only listening to people that I've listened to. You know, so Fantasia. Okay, the way I say it, Fantasia. You know, I live for Tasia. Um, but um, this album is the shit. I like it. You know, the last album gave me, huh? You know, this album's giving me very much, okay. You know, I'm waiting for the next album to give me, yes. You know, because it's been a while. You know, it's been a while. I feel like Fantasia is, I feel like, what I do feel like is that I think there are things that are thrown at Fantasia and she doesn't want to go with the norm. You know, like that song PTSD, I'm not a fan. But I felt like Fantasia wanted to do it because it wasn't the norm. And sometimes you have to go with the norm because the norm works. You know what I'm saying? But some of these girls be like, oh, no, I want to step out the box. Bitch, stay in the box. Stop trying to step out that shit. You keep stepping out that shit and you ending it up in triangles and circles, bitch. Ain't no end to the bullshit. You know? So stop. Just stop. Mind your triangles got ends. So I just meant to say circle. Anywho. But yeah, you know, um, I need Tasia to come on back home, you know? 
and he tells you to give me a good little, you know, uh, some real soul. You know, mind you, I love the song on there. If you got a chance, if you get a chance, listen to it. It's called Looking For You. It's with her mother. Great, 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 great song, you know. I'm looking for hope. Ooh, that's my shit. Been looking for peace. Okay, she better go off. But that's a great song. You know, all the songs in there is a good song. And then she does this thing. Well, a lot of artists are doing things when they recycle on, the, like, old school beats. So on this album, she kind of recycles on um, some old school R&B and some old school rock and roll beats. And um, it sounded real good. I'm like, okay, yes, yeah, good. This is cute. But I need her to come with the correct song, the correct beat, and the, cre- and the correct look. Because Sis looks like a, a, a hooker in Amsterdam on her album cover. Like a sketch. You know? Well, it's called Sketchbook, so it is what it is. Congratulations, Fantasia. We still love you, baby girl. I want to talk about these people outside my motherfucking house screaming, y'all heard that, ghetto. Mm, okay, I'm about to look out the window. Uh-huh, we don't do that. We go to work. Anywho, so moving forward, um, I want to talk about um, something that I've seen recently, The View. Have y'all seen Whoopi Goldberg shut Meghan McCain the fuck down? When I tell you that Meghan McCain was upset and I know she walked off after that, was like, look, I need a moment. Because Whoopi, mind you, Whoopi was just trying to say to her, like, look, girl, y'all screaming over each other. I want y'all to get y'all point of views. And, you know, I want everyone to be able to be heard. Here go Megan with a little smart-ass fucking comment. Oh, well, this is what we do. Mind she ain't say it like that. But I took it as such. You know, that's how we take it. That's how we perceived it on this end. You know, like he was talking back to Big Mama at the table. You know, and before any of the adults could get to her, Big Mama snatched that ass on up. Whoopi gave very much. You know, but well, you see, this is how we do this, and this is not what we're not going to do. And Megan tried to say something else, and she said, see, this is what I'm talking about, and then gave very much, and we'll be right back. When a bitch can shut you out like that and say, we'll be right back, and then it proceeds to go to commercial instead of the camera staying to pick up the extra bullshit, that's a bad bitch. Mm-hmm, it's a moment of silence, because that's a bad bitch. Whoopi did not have to do that girl like that. Whoopi did not have to do that to that girl. Whoopi didn't have to shut her little ass down like that. Okay, that girl is going through something. She has lost her father. I think it was a year or two ago or last year. I don't know. But she lost her father. So, you know, she's hurting. She's hurting. So Whoopi got to be better off. She, Whoopi can't be just throwing a little girl like that. She threw, like, she ragged her. She, had, she ragged her. Oh, well, Megan needs to watch her mouth. Okay, she don't watch her mouth and she don't watch how the fuck she talk to people. Megan gonna get snatched like that every time. Kudos to Whoopi Goldberg. Moving on. There's a clip on the internet going around of a mother disciplining her son at the school. And let me be clear, I've seen captions of that's what he get. And I've seen captions of I've been disciplined, but this is a little too much. And then I've seen people asking questions. Do you think this was right? You know, da da da. I seen the clip. I seen it. And that's what his little ass get. No shade. No shade. And let me be clear. Let me be clear on what I'm saying now, right? What I'm saying basically is you nobody ever when these videos pop up as things like this, nobody ever knows the lead up, right? And the lead up could have been mom constantly getting phone calls and mom not doing anything about it except for having conversation with this child. And the fact that the mother had to come to the school and had to stop doing what she had to do so that she could continue to provide for that child had to come out of her motherfucking character. The little boy deserved his ass to be beat. Okay. Now, everyone's like, oh, it was too much. It was just a few, a few lashes here and there. 
you would have thought that she punched him in the chest, knocked him upside the wood and all of that. No, she had a belt and she popped his little ass a few times. That's it. Now, what she was saying to him is it, it, it's, it's language and it's the language of understanding. That's how she was taught. And that's how she is expected to be. So she expects things to be, you know, I'm going to say that. It's not what she what she expected because she might expect something. I don't know. Anyway, you understand what I'm trying to say. She probably she doesn't she she don't know no better, so she can't teach no better. And the only way she does know how to teach better is if discipline works out. Cause she probably tried to like I said, she probably tried another approach. She probably done had conversations with him and told him you need to stop acting up and da da da. And a little boy kept being bad and not wanting to motherfucking listen. Oh, but I bet you he's listening after that. It only takes. One time for you to get crazy on your kid, for your kid to know not to play with you. Do I think that that discipline is excessive? I do not. Was I was I getting my ass beat like that? Yes, I was. You know, it's different if I... Let me be clear. Had she was beating him and he was on the floor and out of breath and as if like he was trying to grasp for life, then that's 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 excessive. But if she popping him a few times and the little boy's able to stand there and apologize, he understood right then in that moment that that was discipline. And the fact that the teachers had stood there right then in the moment and allowed that shows that those teachers also understand discipline and might under and, and, and might understand why the mother needed to do that or might come that way or might have that type of approach with that child because their approach wasn't working. You understand what I'm saying? So um but it's asked out but well it's kinda of, it's not asked out but it's kinda of fucked up because because of that recording probably going up, the teachers are gonna be like, well girl, we gotta call ACS because child, you know, we on the camera, you know? Um so shout out to that mom. That ACS case is gonna be going, girl, you're gonna be alright. Um, but the little boy needs to know better. Stop fucking all kids. I'm, I'm going through a situation now in my family with a younger sibling of mine. Um, you know, he he's going through something in life. I don't know what it is. Don't know how it is. Don't know if it is. But he's going through something in life. And I remember, um, well, he lost his mom at a young age. My younger sibling is more so like, um, he's my little cousin, but he's my, he's my sibling. And um, he lost his mom at a young age, you know, and... I remember one time he was really acting up. And for years, for years, y'all, for years, my aunt did not want to hurt him. My aunt is, that's my aunt is, that, that aunt is known for the crazy aunt, no shade. That's the aunt that, if she, she my, aunt, my aunt, oh, well, let's be clear, my whole family can't really get it in. But that was the aunt that really got it in. And so it was shocking to us that she wasn't uh, as big as a disciplinarian when it came to him. You know, but um, I understood it because, you know, he was the youngest boy. He was her last child. He was her youngest child, you know, whatever the case may be. So he was a little bit of um, a little bit of being he's a little spoiled, you know. And so um, one time anyway, she wanted me to discipline him because I've been waiting to like fuck him up. And one time she 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 called me in the back of the room, her house. And he was acting up. And she said, Brandon. And I came back. I said, I got it, Ma. I took my belt off and tore his ass up back then. I think that was the first ass whooping I've had to give a child. I beat his ass. And then I told him to go to bed. I gave him, I, 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 got, I very much gave him one of the ass whoopings my mother had given to me. You know, it's, it's like you pass, when you beat kids, you pass them shits on, okay? If it wasn't meant for you, give it to the bitches meant for it. No, but I gave him one of the ass whoopings my mother gave me. And then I went about my day. And then I, what I realized in that moment before, and that, that kind of happened 
um, before she passed. And I don't want to get emotional, but I kind of felt like spiritually she knew that she would need me um, when it came to him and discipline. And not even discipline as me having to beat him, but disciplining him for understanding. Um, And discipline does not mean that you always have to put your hand on somebody. And discipline does not mean that you always need to um, physically hurt someone. Discipline could mean um, a stern conversation. Discipline could mean restriction. You know, there's different types of discipline. But I knew that in that moment or kind of after her leaving and, and up to recent events, I've kind of understood the reason she called my name. And she called my name because she knew that I would be the only one or that she knew that she needed me to be the one to be the man in his life to show him that discipline because although we've grown up with a lot of females you know me my brother and my other cousin were like the only other males in the family and so she knew that like um I felt like she knew that it was um it was imperative that I stood stood up as a man of the family and, and let Skyla know, that's the little cousin, and let him know that um what he's doing to become a man isn't right or what he's done. You know, back then it was him and schoolwork. You know, if he didn't want to do a schoolwork, he didn't feel like doing it and he thought he can go to bed. And that was when I had to bust his ass and I made him go to bed after that and do the work. Um, but I kind of, I understood now. It's crazy because I'm having a reflection on it as I'm speaking to you guys about it because... I kind of checked out, you know, once, like, I just know for me, like, when kids get to the point where they feel like they can, can disrespect you, I know I check out. <laughs> so I'm, not, I'm not good at, I'm not good at, you know, oh, let's talk to the kid. No, nah, I want to square up, bro. Like, we got to fight. Like, that's how I fucking feel. Um, but I am, I am, um, it's a work in progress. You know, it's work in progress. One of my podcasts, my next podcast was actually supposed to be about family. But no, when, when you do business with family, because <laughs> everybody busy all of a sudden. Everybody got a book schedule and everybody can't do this. Everybody can't do that. Whatever, girl. So, um, but yeah, anyway, love my family, though. They just, they, they, they annoy sometimes. Um, but yeah, so yeah, the, the discipline is, is, discipline to me is, is important. So I don't think that the mother did anything wrong. Um, I want to touch subject on one other thing that um, I saw. Oh, that I want to let you guys know, right? So we had a party this weekend at my house. My cousin had to do a party for one of her um, friend's uh, mother. And everything came up to my house. It was a little bit of drama. It wasn't with me, but it was with my friends. It was with my cousin's friends. They kind of, you know, one person will talk to another person, da 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 and I was mediating them through the through the conversation they was having to, like, kind of mend or fix. And I looked at them, I'm like, damn, those are my friends. Like, the, the, that was me and my friends at one point. You know, and um, as I'm trying to mediate them, you know, my cousin's um, friend's brother walks in the door. And I was like, oh, he looks familiar. Hi, how you doing? And his girlfriend walks in, and I didn't even know her. And I'm like, okay, you know, there's more people here. Yay. And then I stop, and I say, that girl does look familiar. And so does that boy, and I know why. I had to get on my Instagram and I was looking and da, 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 da. and I was like, I don't know, I don't know. Somebody looks familiar, you know? And then lo and behold, somebody comes and tells us, me and my other friends, that that girl was Magic Johnson's daughter. 
Magic Johnson's daughter was sitting in my living room. And I'm like, oh my God, my job. I feel like I threw shade at her. So, you know, I'm over it because now I can't even be with the elite because I don't threw her shade. But it's okay. Because when I become big and famous, then we can be friends. But right now, no, not while I'm in the projects, girl. <laughs> but it's coming. I'm going up the ladder. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Um, but yeah, that was that was the, that was the little coolness about the party that happened this weekend. Um, but all around life has just been easy and good for me. Um, I haven't been around stressing about anything. Um, feel free to like hit my inboxes, y'all. You know, um, on Star and Brandon Instagram, um, and just you know, give me some give me some ideas. Give me give me some feedback. I'm open to the feedback. I'm open to the ideas when it comes to my podcast. When it comes to anything, you know. Um, dieting. I'm not going to diet, so don't put no dieting bullshit in my inbox. Um, if you want me to, like, promote your with stuff, I can. I, I would do that. You know, I don't have no problem doing that. You know, I don't have an issue, you know, supporting people. I love supporting people, but you have to make sure that you support me, too. So don't ask me to share something of yours, and I haven't even seen my podcast on your page. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, you know... Keep a lookout. More stuff for B radios coming out. I'm thinking about getting apparel. You know, like a cute little hat. Okay, a cute little hat. Um, I'm looking around doing studios. Cause my, I'm doing this off my phone. Okay, real hood. But I'm thinking about going around like to see if I could get in the studio and record. So hopefully, you know, it happens. But I just want to let you guys know that I really do appreciate you guys' support, love, and honesty. And make sure you stay tuned for the next episode of B Radio. Peace.